So speaking of piece of shit. <laughs> hey, I'm serious. And I know I already told you this, but I didn't tell it, the people of the world this. Okay? Yeah. About the tremendous shit I took the other night. <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> okay, I'm serious, though. Like, guys, you guys don't understand. <clears throat> I don't know how much fiber there was in my diet or something. I didn't even have Metamucil or anything like that. But I just, like, I literally took this gigantic shit. It was, like, the length of my arm. Like, you should, dude, would, if I would have phoned you, would you have come and look at it? Oh, oh, no, I would. <laughs> yeah, not, not at all? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Okay, don't be a hater like that. <laughs> I I, th- I think no, you yeah. I told because <laughs> Kyle's like already asleep. Well, he's half asleep. He's in his bed, and and then I'm like, Kyle, I'm like, I didn't flush it. You have to come take it, take a look at this shit. And I'm like, literally, it's like not with my hand attached, but from my wrist to my elbow. That's that's how long it was. And like, I actually I actually thought I was gonna have to get like a butter knife out to cut it in half. To flush it. You're sick, chums. You're fucking <laughs> sick. No, you're you're telling me you wouldn't do that though. No, 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 no. Okay, dude. Seriously, wouldn't it be awesome? Just like you just cut it down the middle, like. No, it would not. It would not be awesome. <laughs> be gross, I, I, I think there's actually people that would subscribe to that on YouTube if you just did a video <laughs> of like call it like cutting my shit loaf or something. <laughs> That is so fucked. You just, you just take a little, you take your massive Metamucil shit, and then you're like, you put it on like a cutting board, you start just dicing it up, and then you just make little shit sandwiches for YouTube. Welcome to the post-WrestleMania podcast. <laughs> well, don't worry, we'll get there, we'll get there. But first, we gotta talk about the shit. Welcome everybody yeah. back to Not Rich, Just Bored, episode 20. I'm here with Ryan, of course. Yo. This is the post-WrestleMania podcast, because last yeah. week, I was like, oh, well, it, WrestleMania's already irrelevant. They're fucking working on 39 already. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, they, if I remember correctly, they announced it at the end of uh, WrestleMania 38 in Hollywood next year. Oh, I see. Okay, I was like, I was like really? This is going to be another yeah, one every year? <laughs> yeah, are you, usually, are you sure? <laughs> I, I, and I, I'm not 100% certain, but I think actually tickets are already on sale. That doesn't surprise me with how sold out it gets. Oh, man, yeah. Where was it this year? It was where? Like, it was in, uh, where the heck? Texas, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, Texas. Was it in? Uh, uh, I am. I apologize, but I, I can't. I'm horrible at pronouncing shit like my english is my first language but it's also horrible it was in arkansas uh, Ar- <laughs> arlington arlington, arlington yeah. texas yeah oh yeah like yeah the att building yeah yeah and well we we knew it was our in arlington because that's why stone cold was there <laughs> yeah yeah 
He's like, so let me get straight. I get to shill my beer and be in WrestleMania? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's correct. <laughs> All right, sounds like a bullshit book to me, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, also, it's sad news, though. Um, Gilbert Godfrey has passed away, which, mm-hmm. which is very unfortunate, because that guy was fucking hilarious but we took we took a shot in his honor last night yeah or is that tuesday that was tuesday oh that was last night because we're recording wednesday (laughs) yeah it'll be two nights ago for people (laughs) yeah listening on the thursday you Mm -hmm. know for the thousands of fads out there listening right now waiting for that fucking download button but yeah i don't know it's it's crazy to me like uh, the amount of people that have passed away the last couple of years, especially pretty young, like, like how old was Gilbert? I think he was only 63 or something like that. Yeah. I was, I was going to say early, early sixties. Yeah. Gilbert Godfrey. How old was he? Oh, 67. Okay. He hung in there oh, a little 67. bit longer. That's still, to me, that's still mm-hmm. young though. Yeah. In sixties, it's definitely like my dad's nowadays, almost nowadays. 70. Yeah, yeah, most, you know. Yeah, and... I think in a a better state, like, you know, death is, can't get around it, but, uh, you know, in the state of things, you know, a lot of people are living up to their 80s, like 90s almost, you know? Yeah. And that's that's good to see nowadays, you know? So it is a shame when you see someone dying in their 60s, man. Yeah. A- anything anything lower than their 60s like I just I don't know. Yeah, well especially that, but I I don't think it for our um like for our era, for our generation, I don't think it's going to be uncommon for people to live to 100. <clears throat> just yeah. with the medical advances and stuff that have mm-hmm. come our way. The thing about these yeah, the older guys like like Gilbert's um his generation is that they also lived through a lot of bullshit. Like, you know, they lived yeah. through like smoking and shit like that. Yeah. So a lot of those people are, you know, they're dying and passing away for like shit that they did back in the day, you know, like lead based mm-hmm. paint, smoking, dr- drinking, like a lot of that stuff didn't really have warning labels back in the day. It was just kind of like, yeah, give her bud. So I don't know. I, it it does suck. I, I feel like a lot of people, uh, most people only knew Gilbert Godfrey from like the uh, the Lion King. Fuck, uh, from, <laughs> from Aladdin because he played the parrot, right? Iago. <clears throat> yeah, and he's he's like Jaffa, get a grip, good grip. Which that's probably the most famous role, but like. I, I mean I knew him from that as a kid, obviously, but like the 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 one of the main things I knew him from was like stand up comedy and the fucking hilarious skits he'd be in and stuff. Yeah. It, it was so funny because he was kinda like Robin Williams in that way in that sense to me, where uh I, I knew them both as a kid as like, you know, animated like the genie and Iago and then like, you know, Patch Adams and shit like that, Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, I knew that was really tame. And then, like, later in my life, when I became an adult, I I, uh, 
I got into like their stand up comedy and I'm like, holy fuck, these guys are raunchy. They're fucking crazy. Yeah. And like the first time I, yeah, I heard like, it, it was like, I'm like, oh my God. I think I had to show Kyle. I was like, you got to see this. It's Iago the parrot and he's swearing up a storm. Because <laughs> he's like, he's like, who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> And, and then you know, and then and then that's what I got to respect him a lot more and got more into his comedy on, and I knew him by a name, you know. As a kid, I always knew he was just the fucking parrot, you know. Yeah, parrot with a funny voice. But I don't know. He he was fucking hilarious, and I I think everybody should do themselves a favor right now in his memory and uh, go watch the Angry Video Game Nerd episode, um, Life of Black Tiger. Uh, Gilbert, that was one of the last, I think it was one of the last acting type things he did before he passed away. Cause I think that was last year. If not, it was 2020, but it's fairly, wow. Recent. But like, yeah, he plays Fred Fox and it's, it's actually hilarious. And it's, yeah. it's like, I was telling you on wing night when I was talking about <laughs> it, I was saying like, like, it's so funny when there's certain people that James has worked with on the angry video yeah. game nerd that they crack him up so much. And like, you can tell James is trying not to be, not to break character, but it's so hard because <laughs> they're yeah. so hilarious. And that's the one where I think he almost tried, he almost broke character the most. And before that, it was the Macaulay Culkin one. Cause like every five seconds, like there'd be some joke and Macaulay would like start going on some fucking rad to then, you can tell James is just like pursing his lips, trying not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, de yeah, de demonic trees—they're they're real. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Don't touch me! <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me! <laughs> you have to watch that Christmas episode too with with Macaulay Culkin. That's fucking funny, but. Either way, rest in peace, Gilbert Godfrey. We're going to miss you, and we'll see you on the other side, buddy. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace, man. Oh, oh, Ryan's like, no, fuck you, Gilbert. I'll see you <laughs> in hell. Because I fucking hate you all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. That's fine. So, let's get right to the WrestleMania. Because I think it was yeah. a, I think it was a good WrestleMania this year. Yeah, and it, it certainly um, there was there was obviously like the breakup because there was two nights and that was a little weird, but like there was only one real disappointment to me, and that yeah. was that was the final match. I thought the final match, yeah, Brock versus Rain. Yeah, I thought that was fucking garbage. Like that. That's funny. I'm I'm kind of making notes, kind of like in my experience with this WrestleMania and actually funny enough that you bring that up. That's my, uh, I guess starting it off the most disappointing match of the night. I would honestly say was Brock and Reigns because of it's not for the match itself. It's the amount of hype that they put to that match and yeah. how, how empty that like it's that match should have went way longer. I let, I don't even think it was 15 minutes. I yeah. don't think so. That, I think it was, was like ten, to, 10 minutes, maybe 10 to 15. Like, I don't know what it is with WWE, 
but they have been shitting the bed when it comes some of to some of their uh, main events. Um, and, and and I'm talking like championship matches for the last few years have been just 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 horrible. Just like I'm trying to remember Drew McIntyre's fight with Brock, but that didn't seem like it went well. But like, yeah, was that the main? There's like last some. Year? It's just yeah. There's no creativeness to it. It's just like finisher after finisher after finisher after finisher, and it's just like there's no like. Oh man, yeah, it it was super disappointing. Yeah, I don't know. It like honestly watching all that build up to it, and the whole like the it's whole, like, the whole I, Brock thing was awesome. It makes me wonder what's who's in charge of scenarios like that in in matches and how things are supposed to go and because at the end of the day, like people say, oh, it's fake. Well, it's not fake. It's it's scripted. It's card. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, choreographic. Yeah, yeah, it's a word. Yeah, it's choreographed. That's what. It yeah, is. to a to a degree. I know that there's also a lot of live stuff that's just straight normal, but. Um, whoever yeah. whoever planned out that match, uh, in my opinion, should have been fired. Um, it, that was uh, that was a. It's like if if okay, so if Roman Reigns, if a Roman or his real name, I forget his real name, Brock, if they were in charge of making that match, they need to get their fucking heads out of their asses because. I don't care how much seats Roman Reigns is selling. Um, that's pathetic. When your mid-tier, low-tier superstars are having like be- beyond higher-tier matches than you are at the biggest stage of them all, yeah, that was like I. Again, they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's gonna be the most memorable match." It'll be the most memorable, disappointing match of the. Su- uh, sp- t- uh, uh, stupendous WrestleMania of all times. That's that's what uh, that match is going to come down to. I yeah. like the starting. I love the starting of that match with a kind of the introduction and stuff. That was awesome, but the match itself sucked. Yeah, it, that's and well, your dad gave that theory that maybe, uh maybe somebody got injured, like. Well, Roman did get injured, but I just I don't know. It, I don't It but, makes me wonder if that really changed much. Yeah, like I don't know, to me, it's a made event like if it's I don't know, you can't just cut it down like that. Yeah. You got to you got to get there has to be a crazy reason. Like like I said yeah. if he's hit by a car that's different, but like Yeah. It's the biggest stage of the year for wrestling. If, if someone like in a, a in a big main event like that, you should have backup plans in motion because you know that there's a chance of wrestlers getting injured. Yeah. You should have a backup plan for in a big event like that. Yeah, you have each night had over 70 like one night had 77,000 i think another night had 78,000 or maybe 76 either way that's over 150 something thousand people that are fucking watching your thing for two nights you know in theory and and and, and technically even more 
but um because of tv and stuff but it's just like you there needs to be like it needs truly be ugh. I'm like fucking stumbling with my words on how frustrated that is. Just, I don't know. Yeah. No, I know it's it, a really stressful situation, but you guys need to plan that a lot better. Well, just like you have to pad out the mat. Even if you have to pad it out a little bit more, just pad it out. Like, and I, yeah. and all honestly, I was, you know, there was one moment with like, um, what, what's the little buggy guy's name again? Fucking. What's that? What's the little buggy guy's name? He was the fucking he was Brock Lesnar's manager, Paul Heyman. Oh, Paul Paul Heyman. Yeah. yeah, I was hoping there'd be more Paul Heyman there. Like, there's that one part where he's like, he's like, no, it, it was all romance. <laughs> yeah, all yeah, yeah. Idea. But I was really hoping there's gonna be some sort of a payoff there where you know Brock puts him through like the fucking guardrail or something. You know, I, I yeah, thought, yeah. I, th- I thought there would have been something funny like that, but like. It was just yeah. a really fucking missionary style match where I think Brock did one special and then you know Roman did a special and then like two minutes later he fucking pinned him and he's done. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like a ten minute match, it, it was not great. Like I'm glad I didn't go for a piss before that match because I would <laughs> I, I would have missed it. Yeah. Because it you know um, it takes a lot of time to reel in my massive. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I left a little present. Most dip- toilet, most disappointing match of the night out of both nights was yeah, cuz I think we'll just combine it together instead of night 1 and night 2. Uh most disappointing match was Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. With oh, yeah. Bro- Roman Reigns defeating Brock Lesnar becoming the ununified universal champion. Yeah, and I even thought that was bullshit the fact that he won. Yeah, like I thought it was supposed to be like the comeback story, or you know, from Brock, but I guess not. They just they it, love. It's at the end of the day, I think Roman just sells more tickets than Brock. I think, and then I, Brock yep. too. The other thing too is Brock. I think was only contracted up to. He might be only contracted up to WrestleMania, but there's also been rumors that he might do two more pay per views. So I don't know. It's hard to say. The, the thing is, they're making Roman Reigns this very undefeated individual, and uh, it just makes me wonder. New Undertaker? What's that? Was he the New Undertaker? Well, he's been undefeated for 700 matches, <laughs> or 700 days. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I know. But that's, but, yeah. Yeah, that's my thing, yeah. though. Like, he, is he the New yeah. Undertaker where he's going to like never lose? Because did the Undertaker no. never lose at WrestleMania? Till, like, at WrestleMania. Till Brock Lesnar and then Roman Reigns afterwards. Yes. Well, yeah. After he lost once, he just you know he lost all the yeah. time. At that point, yeah. At that point, the. I remember that was such an epic moment, though. Like that black guy's reaction in the crowd, where he's like, <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I remember laughing. I'm like, oh my god, look at that guy, because he just got his mouth wide open, and then yeah, yeah. and then he literally became a meme later. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay, so most disappointing match: Brock versus Reigns. Is there a lamest match you could think of? I know it's kind of a weird category, but um, I don't know. Uh, I didn't really care much for the Becky Lynch one. Yeah, 
That's fair. Like I thought that was really um, that, that that was really again the same fucking missionary shit. Yeah. You know, like her, the, at least that one seemed to go a lot longer than well, the Rock well, versus well, yeah, yeah, it went longer, but it was still the same. Like two people that always fight for the women's title. Yeah, yeah, I get you on that. Um, mine would be Sheamus versus New Day's the the Sheamus oh, group fuck. versus New Day. I forgot that was about a, that one. That was a two minute. That was like a two minute match. That was so lame. I was excited for that. I know that one. It was. I know it was supposed to be on day one, and then they shifted to day two. So I think because of yeah. the time constraints or something, they they were just gonna fucking be like, ah, well, we'll have it. But yeah, just go in there for a minute and like, literally, he. I know. I, I just like there for two minutes. Yeah, that's so lame because like in that scenario there, that makes it even look worse for the Brock and Reigns fight because it's like. He could have literally taken the Sheamus New Day fight out of the equation and just added more to the Brock Lesnar fight. Yeah, he could have. It's just like, and I get it, they're trying to give as many superstars their WrestleMania moment, but that's a pretty, I don't know. I just, I don't know. They didn't give the house to lame. They didn't give the house to a 2K22. <laughs> yeah. They didn't give him his WrestleMania moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't know, man. It just that yeah, it was that match right there is a yeah. match that if you blinked or yeah. went took a piss, well, you would have missed it. Well that goes to show you wouldn't even have known. Well that, that goes to show because I don't even remember it. Like literally I know I forgot. Yeah, that's a, that's a great example. Yeah, you don't even remember it. Yeah, because as soon as you said that, I'm like, Oh yeah, they did have a match. Yeah. It was yeah, slotted man. in there. So dumb. I did like the, um, I I did like the women's the the four way. Yes, that that, that, that was, was good. That was pretty entertaining. They yeah. did, you know, they they had some good setups, and there's actually some new. I mean, they're new to me anyway. I don't know how new they are yeah. to the WWE, but like, there's some new wrestlers in there that seem like they've got the athleticism and they've got the tag team. It's not very often that you see tag teams that, um like match up so well these days. I feel like everybody's just kind of put together. Yeah. But like, you know, like back in the day, the Hardy boys were the fucking Hardy boys, you know, they're lit- yep. literal yep. brothers. Mm-hmm. It, you know, until they went insane and went brother Nero. Oh yeah. No. Brother no, Nero. Brother AEW now. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, you know, back in the day, if it was like, you know, I don't know. It could be something like, you know, Stone Cold and Goldberg, you know, it's like just kind of mishmash. But sometimes tag team partners just match really well. And I felt like all those tag team partners in that match uh, were all like really well matched with, with each other. And they kind of dressed the same. And you could really mm-hmm. tell what the teams were. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is cool. No, I think I think most of the <laughs> most other than the the. Sheamus and New Day won. I think most of the tag team kind kind of matches were really good. Um, yeah, I I liked. Who was the announcer that was marrying that chick? Oh, Corey Graves. Yeah, Corey Graves is. He was gonna get married to what's what's her name? She was in the White Mask or uh, whatever. Carmella. Yeah, Carmella. Carmella. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's like she's the queen. She's the queen, and I like yeah. she, he watched her get pinned, and he's like. Ah! 
<laughs> yeah. You just tell he's just devastated. Yeah. Um favorite match of the night? My my favorite my favorite or, I guess of the of WrestleMania, sorry, I shouldn't say night. It's it's hilarious, but my favorite matches, to be honest, are both yeah. the guest star matches. The fucking Johnny Knoxville match and the Logan yeah. Paul and the Logan Paul match. Yeah. Those were literally my favorite matches, those two. And they're not even, you know, quote unquote wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. The those, um, those fucking wrestlers. Those matches were awesome. Oh man, yeah. The so like for me, they had a no board no holds bar match, the Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. I would say that's my favorite oh, match. That, oh, that was just because there's nostalgia to it. But like highlighted matches. A hundred percent that goes to the Miz Logan Paul Mysterio fight and Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. That was incredible. And then some runners up that I really liked was uh, the Pat McPhee fights with uh, Austin Theory and Vince McMahon. Those yeah. were awesome. I really liked those matches too. Yeah, that match was awesome because Stoke Cold fucking minute appearance at the end there. Yeah, and then even the even, worst stunner ever. Yeah, even old man Vince got in the fucking ring, and then yeah, that, that's yeah, that scared that. me. I'm like, there's no fucking way. I'm like, there's no fucking way that Stone Cold Steve Austin is gonna stunner like 89 year old fucking McMahon. How old is that <laughs> fucker? How old is he? I'm gonna go. Vince is like 74, 76. Vince McMahon's 76 years old and he had a fucking WrestleMania match. Holy fuck. And he played it well too. Yeah, like he actually did like really well. Like it was yeah. dude, it was kind of insane. Like how yeah. and, and I was saying how he did the arm swing, like when he came in. I'm like, holy fuck, he still does that. Like it's it's just that it's just that whole fucking thing that dick bag thing right but he plays it so well that you just can't hate the guy too much Yeah, he plays like that rich asshole thing where he like swings his arms it's like oh it's so funny (laughs) it's it's the same as like when Shane McMahon would come out and you know remember he'd jump around and he'd go da 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 you're like I hate this dick bag but fuck is he entertaining yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, man. I was like, "There's no way he's gonna fucking stutter this guy," and you know he does. But it was, it was like a, it, yeah, it was like a half, it was like a half-ass stutter. It was like a kind of half stutter, and then Vince kind of just fell over. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny, but still really cool that they that he at least was willing to participate. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and any other matches that kind of uh, stuck out to you at all? I was gonna say the Randy Orton one was kind of fun. I, I like that yeah. one. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that that was actually. Oh man, uh, I was just thinking of the who was it? I think it was the Street Profits that did that wild, crazy move off the top rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like twenty. It felt like it looked like twenty feet off the fucking air. Like that was a ridiculous move. That was awesome. Yeah, like that's a high flying move right there. Yeah, like wasn't it? I'm trying to remember. 
Because didn't somebody catch somebody in a move on the way down? Did, oh, did, yeah. Did, didn't Randy Orton catch the guy mid-air Randy and, or... and RKO him? I think it was Riddle. Was Maybe it... it was Randy. I'm trying to remember how that went. But, yeah. Yeah. The Street Profits. I um, uh, forget the guy's name. Uh, it would have been Angelo. Uh, Montez Ford, I think it is. Montez Ford, the skinnier guy, he was up on the top rope ready to do his move. And then, yeah, friggin', uh, I think it was Riddle that snuck up on him. Yeah, yeah. And then you could yeah. see him and jump and then did a deal. Oh, top rope RKO on him. <laughs> yeah. Or. Oh, no, Randy Orton did it too. Was it Randy? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, Riddle did the one out of nowhere, which was mm-hmm. awesome. But then Randy was the one that did. I'm just watching here. Get out of the ring to yes. Okay. Yeah. So he did it when uh, people will probably hear it there, but he jumped off the top rope, and then yeah, Randy caught him when he's on his way down and arcade. <laughs> that, that was pretty fucking funny. I I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, but that was a fun match. Yeah. Yeah, the other match that I was excited for, and I actually really enjoyed it too, was uh, Edge. No, no, uh, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, that was good. Oh man, that was great to see Cody back. And like, if you, and I know you probably won't know this, maybe. Um, yes, I but have, so I Cody Rhodes was <laughs> Cody Rhodes used to be in the WWE. He did a skit where he was more heel based. Um, especially when his dad was their dad was still alive, and um, and like uh, du- is it Dustin Rhodes who is Gold Dust? So there's Gold Dust, right? And then when Cody came into the picture, he did Starlight. I think his name was kind of went off the same kind of uh, idea, but the younger version, right? And it just it just never worked out for him. I think he was just getting kind of shafted, I guess you could say. So it was really good in a business opportunity for Cody to go leave WWE to make AEW or help push AEW where it is now today. Um, and then seeing him come back in a better, again, as the, and this was also his version also in AEW, which is the American Nightmare, because as I think Al and dad would have said is their dad was the American dream. If I remember correctly, dusty Rhodes, Right. So, um, but yeah, so it's the entrance too was pretty awesome. I really liked the entrance to Cody's Cody thing. And then, yeah, the anticipation with Seth building up that match too was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. And yeah, the buildup was really, that was good as too. That was good as well. This is good too. Yeah, it was, it was. That was really good. Yeah, the whole mm-hmm. the whole Vince McMahon thing. <laughs> and there's that the one thing that I really liked from that match was Cody's move. I forget what he called it. It was like a weird top rope thing. Hey, where he, I think he jumped off the top rope and then did this weird. I don't. I don't know what some kind of finisher move. I think it was. Uh, was it Cody Cutter or something like that? I think they called it. But yeah, that was pretty sweet. Really? Yeah, I can't remember what the hell it's called now. 
I don't see anything online. It, it says it's in a must-see compilation, though, but I'm not playing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, because, uh, yeah, so was it his dad that was Goldust, or? No, that's his older brother. That's his older brother. Yeah. And, and then Dusty Rhodes is? His father. And that's the guy that was in, like, WCW, wasn't he? Or... Uh, I forget if he went to WCW. Um, I, I don't really know much of the story on Dusty Rhodes, other than he used to be like old school WWE. He was the he was the one. The big thing with the Rhodes family is they're like well, more or less their dad. Um, and I guess Cody too is the Intercontinental Champion. Their dad was the first one to ever get the Intercontinental Champion, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Really? And I think he's the one that revealed the Intercontinental Champion. And then a time in Cody Rhodes' time in the WWE before he turned to the Starlight character with his brother, um, he was heel as well. He did a similar kind of thing to like um, Carmelo. You know how Carmelo wears that weird mask? Yeah. Keep her face in good order. And Cody did this, a similar thing with a clear mask. Because oh. he's like this. He's an uptight gentleman or something like that. I don't know. Whatever his character was then. But yeah, he actually <laughs> did an old intercontinental champion. And then he re- he changed it up. He revealed the new one. And it was, uh, at the time, it was white. It was a white belt with gold plates. It was a really sharp looking one. And then they came out just recently. I think last year, Sami Zayn, I think, showed off the new intercontinental belt. But they went with a black look, but it looks really, looks really elegant. Huh. Is it, I also see their dad was fatter than Holy Hill. Oh, yeah, he was <laughs> a big motherfucker. Fuck, he's he was like, a big boy. He's like Yokozuna size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he Fuck. was always big. I always Which is t- funny, because you look you look at the brothers, the Cody and Dustin. Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck? They're fucking athletes. They're trim as fuck. Yeah. But, yeah, then their dad's fucking Yokozuna. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Did you know Yokozuna, if I remember correctly, let me just, let me get my facts completely. I want to make sure I'm right on this. Yakuza. Yeah, Yakuza 6. Yeah. Is Dusty Rhodes still alive? I don't even know. Dustin. Oh, Dustin Rhodes was in. He was in AEW too. And what's all this stuff about? About Cody owning AEW? Is that true? No, he didn't own it. He was just. Or is he, he was like, he a was like an exec, some kind of chief executor. Style. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, fucking classic shit. You you look like Yokozuna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I think so. The American professional wrestler, not the. Apparently, there's a restaurant near us. <laughs> How do you spell that? Uh, I'm going blank here. Y-O-K-O-Z-U-N-A. 
Okay. Okay, yeah. So, he's an interesting thing. Yeah, but they try to make him seem like a Japanese wrestler, if I'm corrected. That's what I was trying to get at. Okay, he, yeah. yeah. Well, he let, like, that's what I always saw him as was a sumo wrestler. Yeah, man, that's how they cut it. It's so weird, man, because, yeah, yeah they, they play him off as this uh, wrestling. Yeah, because he did, I guess, uh, he did some Samoa or sumo wrestling in Japan, but yeah, he was a Samoan guy, but they made him seem like he was Japanese, even though yeah, it was very he was weird. born and raised in uh, the U.S. Let me he's guess. Sen- he's, he's the Rock's uncle. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? I'm actually kind of curious. Uh, I, I, I 100% guarantee he's related to him. Uh, was a member of the Hawaii wrestling family. Uh, which is Roman Reigns, Rikishi, Samoa, yeah, yeah, among yeah cousins. <laughs> Every Samoan is cousins. <laughs> <laughs> his, the Usos uh, were his first cousins. Rikishi was his sperm donor. <laughs> Seriously though, nowadays people would like it would probably be like considered like cultural appropriation to do something like that, right? That motherfucker was big too. Oh, he's a big fucker. Yakuza? Yeah. Six foot four, 589 pounds. <laughs> he debuted in 84 and retired in 99. Died in 2000 at the age of 34. Holy fuck. He was only 34? Apparently. That's fucking crazy. That's, yeah, that's. Fucking wild, dude. Born in 1960. Yeah, 66. 34 years old. Wow. Well, you know, like, the reality of it is, how do you, a guy that big, you know, 589 pounds, man? Like, oh, yeah, that's not. You can't tell me that does not put a toll on a person's body. Yeah, no, that's not. That's not a feasible weight. Like, yeah. Same with like Andre the Giant. Like, like, what age did he die? Age. Yeah, I f- I felt like he was not. Andre the Giant. Like, isn't it funny that nobody knows his name? Like his last name for the most part. It's just like he's just known as Andre the Giant. But, <laughs> but if, if you want to know, his name is Andre Renu. Andre Rene Rusimov. Yeah. I hope I'm saying that right. He, he died was, at 46. Yeah. Yeah. Died at 46. He's a. Born in 46 and he died, in, died at 46 years old. Shoe size was 58. Holy fuck. Wait, what? Holy fuck. It, on, on his about, on fucking Wikipedia, it says his shoe size. Was fifty eight. <laughs> Thirty six kilograms to pounds. Let me check this out. Yeah, five hundred twenty pounds. Yeah, Holy. at seven foot four. Yeah, he's a foot taller. Well, the the height definitely helps. Because you like... know the crazy thing is too. So 
the next guy that's closest to him, well, isn't really close to him. It's the same, I think. Amos. If they're right about Amos's height, he's the same height as uh, the same height as Andre the Giant. Oh, really? Yeah, because I think they. Oh, he's seven foot three, but still. <laughs> Amos is twenty-seven years old. Looks like a forty-year-old. He's oh. seven foot three. Wait, wait, he's wait. Four. Oh, oh, Omos. That like, big motherfucker that like, uh, Bobby Lashley that fought. Guy, that guy's not 27 years old. <laughs> He's 27. He was born in 1994. That motherfucker is younger than me. <laughs> he looks like he eats testosterone for breakfast. <laughs> He's 7 foot 3, 400 pounds. He's still a fucking kid. Like, no joke, <laughs> he's still a kid. Yeah. What the fuck? That's He's a 27-year-old kid that sounds like fucking Dude. Baron Samity from fucking James <laughs> Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, he laughs like that. No he joke. does. But that's what I mean, man. It's like, it's the same with when I watch the UFC, and I'll, I'll look at, like, these fighters on the UFC, and they're, like, only 22 years old or 24, and I'm like, they look like they're about 80. <laughs> Okay, not 80. But, you know, know, they look like they're a fucking very mature. Like, they look like they should be sipping bourbon at a fucking Texas bar and with a six-shooter on their side. Like, these guys are huge. They got fucking facial hair out the ass. Yeah. They got wrinkles, for fuck's sakes. Must be for the stress. <laughs> but, like, still, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It just makes no sense to me. Yeah. Because like, so if we're looking at character, okay, Andre seven foot four. Man, of course they're using their real names, so I'm like, I have no fucking idea. Oh, here we go. Maybe this is better. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the tallest wrestlers in WWE. Starts off with Giant Gonzalez. Right. He was a guy that... He was... uh, Fuck, when was that? That would have been... 90s? First introduced in WCW in the 1990s. He was wearing a fucking grizzly suit. Like, he looked like... The best way to put it is... They made him seem like he was a fucking... (laughs) <laughs> like uh, the not the announcement. They what is that? Bigfoot. They're making him seem like he's Bigfoot. He's wearing a fake suit that had fake fur on it, and uh, he was eight feet tall. And what's this guy's name? <laughs> he went by Giant uh, Gonz uh, Gonzales. You're gonna have to spell that one out for me. Go, uh, oh, uh, oh, Giant Gon- Giant Gonzales. Gon- yeah, thank you. Yeah, okay. see that? There's my pronunciation just fucking fucking up. But okay, yeah, he was, he was he, a basketball player apparently originally. Yeah, um, tallest wrestler in WWE history. Eight foot tall, four hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah, he's, and then he's legitimately wearing a fucking <laughs> bodysuit that makes him look like the Wolfman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have Andre in second. 
and then you have almost in third, the great Cali. Yeah, the great Cali. Great Cali is yeah, seven foot. Great Cali was seven foot three, four hundred pounds. I think nope, no oh, seven foot one, three hundred forty-seven pounds. Still crazy. Holy uh, big show, seven feet tall, three hundred eighty-three. Kane, and also at seven feet tall, three hundred and twenty-three pounds. Um, uh, big Cass, he's still wrestling. He's also seven foot tall, uh, two hundred and seventy-six pounds. And then you got the Undertaker at six foot ten at three hundred nine. Oh fuck. Those are some giant motherfuckers. Yeah, right? Apparently that chick that's still... She's still wrestling uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Was she... She wasn't in this WrestleMania, hey? But she's apparently... She's related to that guy. Oh, really? She's a stepdaughter of giant Gonzalez. Interesting. But she... Yeah, like, she looks super familiar. I've definitely seen her before. See. It looks looks like she was on NXT or something for a little while too. Uh, yeah, her name's Raquel. Oh. Yeah. It looks like she fought Rhea Ripley lately, earlier. In um, in uh it was in NXT. Oh, you know what? I think. Just trying to. F- yeah, I'll, I'll I'll send you the image. Yeah. Yeah, because I know Rhea Ripley was in. Yeah, she's, she's a- just she just went over to. Um, AW or something. Uh, SmackDown. She just went. She went. She was in uh, NXT. Oh, okay. This yeah. is actually. An older image, actually, but yeah, she just switched over to the SmackDown brand. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she might be yeah, in WrestleMania she... next year. Uh, honestly, yeah, because she was one of the champions in NXT. She's very, she's a very promising, uh, uh, female wrestler. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, she was in, because yeah, she was. She's apparently the stepdaughter of that guy. That giant Gonzalez. That's kind of oh, funny. really? It's kind of funny how the lineages go, right? Like almost all, there's always like wrestlers that are related, or you know, just like in the Logan Paul fight, you know, Rey Mysterio, his son's wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool. So yeah, I I think that's what we need to talk about. It was about how uh, um. How awesome that match was, and how good uh, Logan did for a guy that's not for a guy that's not a wrestler. He's definitely athletic. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But you yeah, know, he's never wrestled before, and he's wrestling at the biggest event in the world for wrestling, and he fucking nailed it. Like, oh man, yeah, that was it's, a, it's that a, was a really good highlight match. Honestly, what blew me away was the fucking part where I think it was Ray, might have been his son. 
but is running at Logan, and Logan jumps over him. Oh, yeah. Not Does once. Slick move. Yeah, yeah, not once, but twice. And he pulls it off fucking flawlessly. Yeah. Like, like, I don't think I need to tell anybody how fucking difficult that is. Oh, yeah. But, so it's funny because the, a lot of those moves that he was doing were tributes to uh, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's what you were saying. Because he's... Yeah. I, I, the I, frog I, splash to that jump move. Eddie Guerrero, I think, did that as well. Yeah, that was fucking cool. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I it's 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 ironic. And in that episode of the podcast, don't oh, Kyle slam the keyboard. But um <laughs> in that episode of the podcast, I actually made the thumbnail with Johnny Knoxville and Logan Paul and in our that was our pre podcast. And it's funny because yeah. it's, it's funny because yeah, those ended up being like my two favorite matches. And yeah. And I, I I like how, um, uh, the Miz kind of betrayed him at the end. Yeah, because you steal his spotlight, so he just fucking finishes him. <laughs> <laughs> and he does like the classic thing where he, like looks at him like he's looking at him as he's walking away, and he's like waving at him like a little dick. <laughs> I know, man. I know. You know, it's definitely one of those things. Uh, that won't be the last time seeing Logan Paul in the WWE. I think he just shows so much potential that I just can't see WWE wanting to just end it there, you no. know? And the funny thing is, like we said in the pregame, is that people fucking hate him so much that they'll watch. It's ironic because there's so many people that don't even like the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole point of him is that they, they want to see him get his ass kicked. Yeah. It's the same reason why they watch him box, right? But but I think a lot of people, myself included, are being turned. To, we're being turned away from that, and we're you know we're realizing potential. We're realizing like, yeah, this guy, you know, they're little fucking influencers, so they're little dickheads, right? They do all their little dickhead stuff that influencers do. But mm-hmm. I, but at the end of the day, Jesus Christ, the guy he can put on a show, and yeah, and, and he can do a good job, and that's why I like the. Like I like his, him and Jake. I like their boxing matches, and I also like um I I liked Logan on WWE when he was in WrestleMania. Like, yeah, like like unironically, like it was fucking awesome. He did really yeah. well. At, at the end of the day, you just take out everything, like anything you hate or all the the social media side of it. You just look straight at yeah. the match, and yeah, it's that's what I mean. And and the <sighs> thing is. What a lot of people don't, what a lot of people don't understand too, is that in a in in some fucked up way, um, the Paul brothers in general are kind of like playing that heel character. When yeah. It, when it comes, not only to WWE but like just their whole YouTube personality, right? There's just bad guys on YouTube. You know what I mean? But they play mm-hmm. the character up because it pays off. They get big money and big views for it. Yeah. Like that that's the whole point of like heel type characters. That's the whole point of that storyline in WWE, you know? Why are there bad guys, you know? Because that's what gets the clicks, that's what gets the views. People like to watch a bad guy get defeated or attempt to get defeated, you know? Yeah. It's it's, it's the whole it's the whole hero story retold. So 
That's the thing. They're going to keep doing it if it gets some views. Yes, sir. You know, even if it's even if it's negative, even if it's like, I want to watch this dipshit, you know, wipe out. <laughs> I want to watch this dipshit throw a fucking Lamborghini in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like that fucking. It's it's like the whole Mr. Beast thing. It's like, huh. I tried to get too many marbles for a guy to eat. <laughs> how, how many people could spend $20,000 at a grocery store in five minutes? <laughs> yeah. And it's what, you know, the, oh. kind of bringing up these, uh, these celebrity matches. It's just, I don't know what it, like, you know, going back, I guess, to the whole Brock Lesnar's Reigns fight, or even just like some of these other ones. Like, uh, here's another one that I was not impressed with is, the fucking Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah, That's... it. I'm. I'll be honest. I'm kind of tired of Charlotte Flair. It's not even that she's like, uh, like you know, she's always doing the heel approach and stuff. Yeah, she's into me. I I could have cared less for Corbin for the longest time. I don't mind Happy Corbin to a certain degree. Like, like, uh, but yeah, out of like, oh man, that that guy's... fucking just yeah, Charlotte Flair. She's just she's just boring me, man. This is the same routine. Um, that sounds sexist, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's I guess. that's well, but like, well, honestly, it it is when somebody plays comes... a character and they they don't change up their character at all for the whole uh, yeah. time. It does get boring, especially when they're. It get, yeah, it when gets so bland. Thing. Yeah, it's like they need. It's a weird thing. You need a the heel. Like, how do I put it? Kevin Owens is a good example, or Chris Jericho, or uh, who would be it? Roman Reigns. You're so good, at, and even I would even say Miz as well. Actually, Miz has actually built up his his heel characters um you yeah. play your heel so good that it makes the fans conflicted on if they want to boot like they you know by a, a heel they need to boo you but you, yeah. you know there's that confliction of like they want to cheer you too because they love your heel approach so much charlotte flair is not that charlotte charlotte flair is just at this point i, I don't even want to boo her I don't want to <laughs> praise her. Like she does some some of the crazy moves, but again, she's you know like she's like I've built up. I you know she gets she gets upset because a lot of people are just like oh you're just running off the fucking coat of what your dad yeah. did, Ric yeah. Flair. And she's like, no, nah, I built my character. I'm like, no, nah, you know what? You definitely aren't. You are definitely going off the Flair approach. Oh, I'm this million dollar bucks but guess what it's old your dad did it you need to do something different to 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 make yourself stand out because to me you look like you're just doing the same thing your dad did but worse and you're just getting handed championship belts when you have these mid-tier uh female wrestlers that should get way more opportunities than her at this point like it's like again it's just like it's not even like WWE trying to get you to hate her. Like again, to, to, like a heel hate. It's just, I'm just 
it's so played out. It's so boring. I understand what you're saying. You, yeah, you get it. I, it I'm just kind of hitting a killing or hitting a fucking dead horse with a stick no, at this point. No, I'm just saying. I understand what you're saying. She, yeah, she's a woman, and you don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only. And that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, you're like no girls should not be allowed in WWE. They should have yeah. their own thing called the WWE, the Women's <laughs> World Wrestling Entertainment. Actually, there is a uh, there is a not WWE related, but there is a women's uh, wrestling. Yeah, it's group. called it's called the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, no. I think it's called Wow. Actually, Wow. Yeah, legit. It's legit. But no, wow. okay, okay. I, I, I'm gonna women's. You. I think what's that? No, I was just gonna say I'm gonna tell you two things that do annoy me because, like, in all seriousness, the whole flair thing. Yeah, like, yeah, because she literally stole her dad's music. It's literally like the <sighs> fuck. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, which is not. It's not. That's not his. It's uh, it's it's that actual composer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she it's it's the same song, but it just has a beat to it now. Yes, yes. It's like she it's like she went to a rave concert and she's like, "Here, here's my dad's theme song. Can you add a beat to it?" Oh yeah, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> that that's well, that's exactly it. But it's uh, it's that's what it's called, uh, Sprock Zeruthran or no Sprock. The Ra Zara Thustra. It was the music that they used in 2001 of Space Odyssey. But it's it's a yeah, it's a really old it's a fucking I don't know when it it's a classical track anyway, but mm-hmm. I, I don't remember when it was composed exactly. But yeah, you know, it's really fucking old, right? And yeah, so yeah, that's what he used. But then she yeah, she used literally Rid on his coattails and used the same fucking music with like a little beat to it. And I like, I just, I can understand being inspired by your parents, but you gotta do your own thing. Mm -hmm. It's like if Rey Mysterio's kid, if he starts wearing a mask, I'll be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, you're not fucking your dad. Yeah. And if you are, that's incest. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. With a dash of something else. Fucking <laughs> 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 goons. Well, you know what's so random, actually? Because today, I grabbed a coffee when I was um, out for work. I grabbed I grabbed a coffee um, at, the, at a McDonald's where I was working. And, uh, oh. and this guy, I went to get... I got one McDouble and a, and a coffee. And this guy, I don't know if he's autistic or what the fuck. He was kind of like, he's probably like 45 years old, I don't know. But I could just tell he was a little, he had something, right? So he's like <laughs> really eccentric about the order and stuff. And then I can't remember what he said, but he's like, yeah, is that it? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, he's like, I can't remember what he said. It was like something about my phone because it's a flip phone. He's like, he's like, yeah, I like your phone. He's like, that's like the NWO of phones. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, he's like, you know what NWO is? I'm like, like the wrestler, like the wrestling group. And he's like, yeah, this guy knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And he's like, he's like, do you know who the greatest of all was? And I'm like, I'm like, uh, I, I don't know who. He's like, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, of course. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, this guy. <laughs> but like, it's, it's so funny because, you know, like I said, I'm pretty sure he was autistic or something. I'm not sure, but he just, mm-hmm. he had that way of speaking where he's just hyped up. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> You work at McDonald's. Calm down. Like, I just want to hate your life. <laughs> hey, shit. But actually, the guy likes his life. Though. Yeah. You know, no, that's what I mean. All it's the power actually, to him. No, seriously though, it's actually it's actually refreshing because normally it's like when you order anything at fast food, you can pretty much hear the gun fucking. You can pretty much hear the, <laughs> the hammer being pulled back as they're speaking. Welcome to Tim Hortons. Can I take your order, please? <laughs> That was actually pretty good. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll uh, get a bacon farmer's wrap and a <laughs> extra large dark roast double double. <laughs> well, that would be with a slug or a shell, sir. Oh, sorry, I'm just gonna kill myself after this order. <laughs> Legitimately, a fr- a friend of mine that I know they fucking they complained because some fucking asshole was being a dickhead at the drive through. Because they, yeah. they wouldn't scan their ports, their Tim Hortons points. And they're like, no, no, pay, pay. She's like, I got the app. So she's trying to scan the app, but they're like, no, you pay. And it's like, you got to scan the app first, and they're just being assholes. And then they ended up <laughs> they ended up reporting that chick to corporate. And you know what corporate did? What's that? They they gave them 70 points on their Tim's card, on their, like on their, on their app. Oh, fuck. The, the letter from corporate was hilarious. It was like, enjoy a tasty snack on us. We're sorry for your inconvenient. Uh, for, <laughs> we're, we're sorry for the inconvenience of the, the tussle you had with one of our employees. Please enjoy <laughs> one of our many delicacies with these free points on us. It's like. And then at the PS, we fired the employee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That we went to local Canadian Tire. Hey, has anybody come in here buying any firearms lately? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Can I talk uh, to you for a minute, please, sir? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I don't know, man. Fucking crazy shit. But yeah. But yeah, that, I don't know. Was there anything else that you wanted to say about WrestleMania or? Uh, what else is there? Oh, I felt bad about the. Uh... The Usos versus uh, Shansuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs there. Why? Why'd you feel bad? Well, Rick there, he, uh, he ended up to- tearing his hamstring, I think it was. Oh, fuck. Did he? Yeah. Remember when there's that part where the one Usos jumped on him and then the second one jumped on and then it, he kind of looked like he fell over sideways and he was holding his knee? Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. He actually tore his leg. That was not scripted. Like he's that brick is probably going to be out of. He's going to be probably out of wrestling for the next. Uh, I bet you a year. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Because I think a similar thing happened to Oscar, and Oscar hasn't been on television or in the WWE for almost a whole year now. It's like two hundred and sixty-three days. That's, and that's same with Bailey. Uh, Bailey 
she got injured and she's been out for just about I think I think it's been so far six months so far, maybe more. Oh. So so basically what you're saying is you're sitting there going, Yes, less women in WWE, thank God. Oh god. I know. I want to see those two come back because I'm fucking tired of them keeping keep using fucking Charlotte Flair. That's what I'm trying to get at. Or get some of the women again, like, you know, they have uh Renee uh or Raquel Gonzella or whatever, that yeah. chick that you were mentioning. Yeah, Raquel. Uh, you know, they're bringing her there. Um, yeah, I, lo- I, lo- I she she looks awesome, and I I like yeah. Rhea, Rhea Ripley and her um her take tea partner there. Yeah, Liv Morgan. Yeah, like they were kind of fun to watch. They yeah, and you know it's good to see Liv um getting more uh I don't know how to put it Screen uh, time? <laughs> more uh, time camera time because. It just seemed like fucking, like uh, again, live. There's there's a few other ones too that you hardly see televised, and then you got these ones that are consistent. They call them like the four horsemen of the the women's division. That'd be Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, and uh, who the fuck was the fourth one? Uh, uh, Banks. Joshua yeah. Banks. Yes. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Those are the those are the four OG or the ones that really put women's wrestling on the map. I guess you could say. Um, but I tell you, fucking out of all of them, Charlotte. Or, yeah, Charlotte Flair is just God, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so fucking tired of her. Oh, no. oh, I, I know. That's what I mean. I you got to dethrone those queens and. Get the, yeah, at get, least like get the new Sasha, like Sasha, she like it's kind of a little. I'm a little bit bummed about it. Um, You're with Sasha and Naomi up. getting it, getting the tag team. I kind of wish it was Liv and uh, Rhea Ripley that got the tag teams out of that. Yeah, me, me too. A lot of people thought they were gonna win. Yeah, and but you know what? I think it comes down to there, and this is just kind of a thought that kind of just sprouted just now kind of the i'm certain the reason why they're using like becky charlotte sasha putting them in title matches is probably they're the most highest paid wrestlers well yeah of course of course so yeah did you hate there's an article where they talked about the minimum wage in wrestle in wwe hey what is it when you get when you get into WWE t- uh, televised events like um, like in the Raw or SmackDown division, your minimum ra- uh, minimum rate is two hundred fifty thousand a year. Holy shit, that's not too yeah. bad. Yeah, but considering the amount of fucking damage they put their bodies through. Oh almost, yeah, a hundred percent. You almost feel like it should be more. You know. Yeah. And that's a crazy thing, right? Like, you know, there's this whole thing that they talk about with some of these fights, like uh, the UFC fights, right? Yeah. And uh, how, like, you know, Jake Paul has this. Yeah, they talk about how Jake is, you know, causing a stir in the UFC thing and stuff because of not paying their their fighters correctly and, and the lack of insurance and stuff. For the wrestlers, yeah, and yeah, I was hearing some wrestlers only get paid ten thousand dollars a fight, like fighters, sometimes less. 
You mean? Yeah. 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 Oh, I know. It's 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 actually pretty gross, man. Like some of it, and like I think the UFC is still kind of the best organization out there, uh, especially in terms of getting your name out there. But yeah, I I don't know. I I do feel like they need to pay those guys more. Yeah. Did you see that Logan offered like what was it forty million for Will Smith to fight Chris Rock? <laughs> Was that Logan or was that Jake? Or, or Either Jake, way, was yeah, it Jake? Could... yeah. Maybe was it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was one of those guys. It, was, it sounds like a Jake thing. Jake, uh, Chris Rock fights. Let's look it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, he offers Will Smith and Chris Rock thirty million to fight. <laughs> like you know, you're a fucking baller when you're offering thirty million to celebrities. <laughs> but yeah. but honestly though fucking Chris Rock would not take that because Will Smith would unfortunately eviscerate him because yeah. Will, Will Smith is like actually trained and like because he, he did that Muhammad Ali movie hey where he, yeah. where he played Muhammad Ali but he's a, you know he's actually gotten in you know like crazy shape and he's done you know, boxing and shit for for his role. Whereas, you know, Chris Rock is small and he's a comedian. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't really train, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Jeez, and I don't think he's that hard up on money that he's going to take money from Jake Paul, so. <laughs> yeah, no. So. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's, pretty, it's pretty fucking funny that he did that, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why yeah that's why like jake is shaking up the fighting scene by offering these matches and then he's kind of bringing more action to other streaming shit like tiller and stuff like that i think yeah it's, i think it's called tiller where tyson fought oh jesus christ <laughs> come down over there <laughs> I think something just went to the wall. <laughs> Recording a podcast, you fuck! <laughs> and you're nuts, mister! You understand yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, step bros. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, you're next, mister. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. And you're Slapping next, him. mister. Do you understand me? <laughs> First off, Ryan, you fix the fucking fix drywall. The fucking drywall. <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, no power tools. Oh, that's just uh, my toys. That doesn't sound like any toys I know of. <laughs> That is not your toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, yeah. A, it's okay. We're already done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love we that just, shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> we just think that it would just be more faithful if we turn our beds into bunk beds. So <laughs> you're adults. You can make your decision for yourself. <laughs> so... Oh, I guess I'm not making myself clear. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> and then the mom's like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Funnest night uh, ever. Yeah. Do you like guacamole? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> such a good scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Brennan! <laughs> but, yeah, I, I guess before we roll it out here, we mm-hmm. should talk about the jackass match. Okay, yeah. Because that match was fucking awesome. <laughs> and and that was that was very unexpected. Like oh. Like I mean not the match, but what happened in the match. Yeah. I mean yeah. it was slightly expected, you know, we all kind of thought there's this can't just be a Knoxville versus him, you know. Yeah. There's got to be some crazy shit going on. And like What was the <laughs> What was the most shocking part of that match for you? The most shocking part for me, um, yeah, where I almost spit my fucking drink out, was what <laughs> there was a couple, but I'd have to say the one of the two was where they got the giant head prop <laughs> from the, what was that, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Third, third jackass movie, yeah, the high five machine, where, yeah, where like Zane is uh, that's the name, right? Zane, uh, or, yes, yeah, Sammy Zane, Sammy Sa- Zane. Zane, yeah. Yeah, where Sammy Zane's running away from running away from uh, Knoxville and also that giant hand comes out of nowhere and just fucking collapses him like a chair. <laughs> oh my god. That fucking I literally like I, I just finished drinking my drink at that time and I all like I wanna spit it fucking everywhere because that made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> And then, like, Chris Pontius was in there as party guy. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and then, yeah, fucking Wee Man under the stage. <laughs> oh, and he punches him with Sammy Zane in the face. Because you don't see the the punch either. You just you just yeah. see, like, fucking Sammy looking underneath the thing. And it's like, ooh, ooh. And he's holding his nose. And then, yeah, Wee Man just comes out. Wee Man comes out. And then he just starts beating the shit out of him in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and then also like we have to fucking talk about and mention that the kick to the face that Sami Zayn did the Wee Man. Oh, holy fuck! Because that like that was real. You could yeah. see he made contact. Yeah, fucking kicked uh, him right in the face, dude. Okay, mine. So that that's yours. Oh yeah, the, the kick in the face. Okay. Um. In a slap, the uh, the mine slap. was the bowling ball. Oh yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> when he pulls the bowling ball and he hits him with a cross. Oh my god! Yeah, oh. He lo- yeah, he he spread eagle in the corner of the ring, Sami Zayn, and then yeah, yeah Johnny Knoxville winds up with a ten pin bowling ball. Not a Canadian, oh. not a Canadian bowling ball. Well, yeah. Western Canada, Eastern Canada does ten pin, but like yeah. Because, yeah, the five-pin bowling ball, you can fit in the palm of your hand. That ten-pin, that's a big, heavy sucker. And he fucking delivered that right into his head pin. (laughs) Yeah, man. Like, Like, because you're sitting there for the longest time. Because they break that thing out. And you're like, what the fuck is in that bag? Yeah. What is in that bag? Like, I kind of had, like. Yeah, an idea like like it kind of like I thought of it, and then I was like, "Nah, it can't be a bowling ball. It has to be something else." Yeah, 
and like something crazy. But then all of us, yeah, he pulls up that fucking bowling ball. I'm like, oh, sweet mother of God. Like, oh, sweet shit. Man, mother of God. <laughs> yeah. And he fucking just, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. Like I said, he bowls it in and he fucking <laughs> right on his head pin hits a ring of balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then. All that came to my mind was the fucking Colonel Sanders from The Longest Yard. <laughs> that hurt my marble sack. <laughs> that one hurt my marble sack. <laughs> yeah, oh, literally, my ghost neurons were firing. I was like, oh, God, I felt that. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. And then uh, I half expected, like, Preston to show up or something like that, but they must have been busy. I was surprised that uh, Steve-O didn't show up. Yeah, but he was probably Same here. He's probably out going. I gotta go sell tickets. <laughs> she got kicked yeah. out. The Vince a funny story. I got kicked out from WrestleMania because I actually shit in Vince McMahon's toilet. <laughs> hey, you you want me to catch a WrestleMania match? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> Obviously not. You want, you yeah. Want, you want me to fire you? <laughs> you, you want me to cancel your WrestleMania match? I'm, I'm curious when it comes to theory, Austin theory. Supposedly they're changing his name up a little bit. Um, like you know, Seth Rollins. His example, Seth Rollins used to be just Seth Rollins, and then now it's Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> and I know it bugs you when I keep saying that. Oh, I want to kill. I, I get a good. Kill. <laughs> I get a kick out of it, but uh, I guess they're changing his name to just Theory now. They're dropping Austin. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm curious on where his character is going because it seems like they're trying to push his character and try yeah. to build him up. I think. He, um, I, I guess. I think he could be something. Yeah. Supposedly, I guess that's. I don't know how true it is, but apparently that's a lot of talk with, like, you know, there's the whole Vince McMahon storyline attached to it, but supposedly I'm hearing that's where Vince is seeing a huge promise in in theory, in Austin theory, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see. It'd be nice to see him uh, a build-up character sort of thing. Oh, yeah. I, I thought when so. you said he was changing up his name, it was going to be, like, from Austin theory to austin in practice or something <laughs> so because the thing the interesting thing with austin theory is uh uh the thing with austin theory is he has a very uh, i wouldn't say exactly the same kind of thing as drew mcintyre but drew mcintyre came at a time where he looked a lot different than he is now and yeah. it just he wasn't capturing the audience like he does nowadays he has this Celtic warrior kind of thing, right? And the baby face for him really helped him out. The Royal Rumble and becoming WWE champion and stuff, that really helped him build up his character and and and, and made him a really good superstar, I guess, the WWE superstar. And uh, Austin Theory kind of, he's going through the same thing because he was in NXT, then they brought him up, they did some tag team stuff, and it just didn't seem like he was getting any capture at all. And then they put him back down into NXT. And then just recently, as you saw, they, he's been in WWE Raw or SmackDown, one of the two, uh, for the last uh, three months, maybe more. But they've given him this this solo 
campaign, yeah. I guess you could say. And I think it's working out for him. So, you know, he's just, he's a, of course, he's a heel, but uh, I, I kind of hope, kind of hope for the best for that guy. I think, I think he could, good potential. Like, I hope, I hope it works out, you know. So basically, what so. you're saying is you think he's hot and you like him a lot. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Right. No. Don't hide your feelings for him. <laughs> yeah. Don't, okay. don't hide your feelings. No. Just like your feelings for me. Oh, God. You can't hide them for long. <laughs> Pretty soon you're going to be cutting my shit up over here. Those like, so fucking gross. <laughs> Dude, okay, seriously, this, this is all theoretical, okay? This this is all Austin theoretical, okay? <laughs> You're but, fucking gross. But, 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 but I, I want you to play along just to be a good friend. Uh, <laughs> You're so, sick, Chubbs. So, You're so, sick. So, so, so what, what would you do? What would you do? On, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being like abandon the whole friendship and 10 being like love me even uh- more. I think uh, I'm well, already at a I'm already at a one the abandoned <laughs> friendship. And well, I uh, well, you haven't even heard my th- my thing here. Uh, yeah, I know, but I already <laughs> kind of have a feeling. You, you kind of seem to ruin the the surprise because I think I already know what it is, and I think the audience already knows what it is because it's not going to be pretty. I know. <laughs> no, it's gonna it's gonna be a good one. Like seriously, oh, Kate. Now, what would you do if I just I I just again, it's all theory. Not saying it might happen someday, but what would you do if I just, you know, invite you over casually or went to your house and just be like, hey, Ryan, I'm a good friend. And I bought you these Timbits from Tim Hortons. And you're like, thanks so much. You're such a good friend. But but it was actually my deep fried shit that I cut into little cubes. And it just looked like. That's the end of the podcast, Steve. And it looks like little timbits, and like you actually ate one. Like, what would you do? <laughs> I think we lost him, guys. I think I don't know. I think there's a slim chance. I would it kill might you. Be the day. That... Yeah, yeah. I think I'd probably be going to prison that day. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. From fucking manslaughter. <laughs> What if it was jizz? <laughs> Do you remember in Van Wilder where they cooked the dog? You're not making the... it hard for me to decide here. <laughs> remember they put the dog jizz in the fucking donuts and they delivered oh, it to God. the frat house. <laughs> and they're all they're all eating it. The one guy, oh, it's so good. I think I I think I've had this before. <laughs> I remember that. That made me gang so fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, because they like, and then they're really like, really uh. Ah, what's the word exaggerating on it like oh god so good yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like it's like and yeah he like bites into it like goes all over his chin he's like he's like he's like oh it's so warm <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. i think i've had this Why? before and then, oh, <laughs> then they, they, they see the picture then they see the pictures at the bottom of the basket of them jerking the dog off and they're like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they all just start puking. Oh god, that movie was fucking wild. That's a great. Son, it looks like you have something you want to t- get off your back. Yeah, look at like you got something you want to get off your chest. 
Uh, the best part of that movie is where he's like, he finishes the test. And he rips out of there to go find the bathroom. And the first thing the guy says, Richard! And he hits him on the stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Richard! And he just like slaps him right on the belly. He's like, oh. As he's like sweating. Oh my god. Fuck, I love that movie. But yeah. I guess guess we should wrap it up because we gotta go um... You know, play with our friend. Yeah, play some Phasmophobia. Yeah, new updates, guys. Get on it! Woohoo! Uh, my private lobby right now, it'll be uh, it'll be undone by tomorrow, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it's US servers uh, 872442. <laughs> Join my game. And I'll see you guys in there. Oh, fuck. But before you play Phasmophobia, don't forget to follow the podcast on all mm-hmm. social media and don't Hell forget yeah. to watch it don't just watch it on spotify or youtube watch it on everything together and and sync it up perfectly so you only have to listen to it once and there's no echo and then you've just viewed it like 1800 times because <laughs> that's how many streaming platforms it's available on <laughs> yeah. there's a bunch of them we just got we just got on apple recently really that just got pu- published on Apple and I think Stitcher. Yeah. They, they took a long time. But yeah. Yeah. So if you guys have that, you can go there. All links are in the description. Yeah. And also there's some guy that's apparently trying to beat Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm actually this week because I had the week off. So I'm catching up on my must, Resident Evil. Must be fucking nice. Oh, it is. It is nice, yeah. Hey, you earned it. Can yeah, thanks, man. The uh, <laughs> I will say this: I like playing Code Veronica. <clears throat> other than the ending, that was which was a bitch. I almost prefer playing Code Veronica over four. Like people are like, I understand why Capcom is remaking four now, because the controls to four are god. Oh, god. are you playing it mouse and keyboard? No, I'm playing with the. I'm actually playing with the controller. Actually, really, Isn't I have to. I have bad? to use this. I have to use the Steam. You know, the uh, Steam has that big screen mode. Yeah, they call yeah. it. Yeah. The big yeah. Picture. That, yeah. You got to use big picture to get the DualShock controller to work with the game. Really? Or so does it doesn't properly recognize the controller. And what what did you what did you find difficult about the controls though? Oh, the aiming. I think it's the aiming. It's like it, it's, you know, like the, the old games were tank controls. It was up and down middle kind of thing. Yeah. But like, this is now like stationary aiming. But then like fucking Leon has this like, what's the condition that, um, Carpet Tunnel? <laughs> uh, Jamie, no, not Jamie Lee Fox. Parkinson's. Uh, Parkinson's. You know, the shakiness? Yeah. Parkinson's. Yeah. yeah, Leon Leon Kennedy has that. Leon Kennedy has Parkinson's because I've never seen a third person shooter have a character fucking shake his gun so the, goddamn much and not have that? a stable. Oh my god, man! Well, did you hear What's that? that? The woo kind of noise. Yeah, it sounded like a fucking. Yeah, it was a that, vehicle just drove by. I assume, but big I, old it, diesel. I thought it was either a big diesel or possibly you're <laughs> keeping a humpback whale prisoner. <laughs> no, that was a fucking. Diesel truck. It, it just like through the mic, it sounded like 
I know, dude. I, it's not no joke. It shook my house when he drove by. Christ! <laughs> Shut that truck I up! Could, I have a fucking can of Coca Cola here, and it's just I could literally I watched it shake. <laughs> Would this Coca Cola have coffee in it? By chance? You're fucking right, buddy. You're freaking right. I'm telling your mommy I have a coke problem. <laughs> I am. Like, yeah. I'm gonna. Like, he's addicted to these Coca Colas with coffee in them. Oh man. And she'll be you like, bet you, bud. And you know what she'll say? She'll be like, no, Cody, I'm serious. <laughs> I know he is. <laughs> I can yeah. tell you're crying right now. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. But yeah. Either way, this guy's going to finish Resident Evil 4. Shitty mm-hmm. controls and all. Yeah. And then on to 5. Kyle, yeah. Kyle told me I gotta wait two months and then he'll join me for five. <laughs> so I gotta make. Yeah. He's like, make make Resident Evil Four last two months. I'm like, holy shit, man! <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I can't even make an orgasm last very long. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Oh god, what am I gonna do? <laughs> You're like, I have to think of like Cody's shit nuggets <laughs> just to get a little <laughs> soft so I don't come too fast. What? <laughs> 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 but seriously though uh, I, I'm going to say one thing real quick because uh, you're talking about Resident Evil 5 this goes for 4 too but I did play 4 mm-hmm. back in the day but you want to talk about handicaps in gaming when I played Resident Evil 5 originally I still had my CRT TV now, <laughs> now aiming with because you aim with the little laser pointer yeah. Aiming with that on a CRT television where the pixels mm-hmm. are so fucking huge was like nearly impossible. I know, but you know what? <laughs> so four is like that, but five you had a little bit more movement, I think. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And your character didn't shake like he had Parkinson's. Leon stands in one spot, has Parkinson's, and the luck laser fucking pointers just <laughs> everywhere but on the fucking character and it's just holy man and then he's just i don't the re- movement also is very sluggish too yeah i don't remember it being bad for me when i played it on the ps4 originally but there might be a pc fucking controller issue there or something there might be maybe something. uh or maybe, yeah. maybe they added realistic sway or something is there a hold, I, your, I think, hold your breath button i can't find it I swear, man, I was, like, losing my mind. I'm like, please, God, there's got to be one somewhere. You can't just tell me Leon's a professional guy who can act, do acrobatic backflips and stuff, but he can't hold his goddamn breath. Like, it's just, yeah, fucking, like. Oh, oh that's just... why I heard that. I thought I thought Metallica was playing at your place, but I, it must have been just you streaming Resident Evil 4. Because I drove by and all I heard was, can you help me? <laughs> 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 oh please God help me! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, follow the podcast on all those social medias, and we swear this is the end now. And follow, follow the Houster at Twitch.tv/slash/the underscore Houster. Right? Hell yeah! See, this guy's a professional. And there's another guy at twitch.tv slash this. Sometimes he streams. Usually yeah. he's streaming old games. There might be a surprise stream coming up in the future. <laughs> of a special nice. game. But yeah, we will see you guys in the next episode. Alright guys. Peace. Peace.